0: This is Michelle Sorrow and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world starting now. there, my friend. Welcome back to Fire and Soul. Today's a really special day for me because I get to share my digital course mentor, Amy Porterfield, with you. (laughs) I am just still buzzing that I had a conversation with her uh, here and get to share her with you. So this is a really, really special day in the world of my life, of my business, especially because We've clearly had a lot of twists and turns. There's been a lot of evolution in my life, both personally and professionally, in your life, in Fire and Soul podcast journey. Um, And so... There might have been a point, I'm a I'm guessing probably a good seven eight months ago, I couldn't have imagined that this conversation would even be appropriate. Why would it even make sense? Does it align? Um, but now to be here full circle, you know, after such a profound journey of the soul and recognizing that it's never been more important to be able to have financial independence, right? Access to Wi-Fi for at least, you know, the foreseeable future is a must. Turning a passion into some sort of a profit, uh, to be able to get out of the nine to five trappings or to be able to get out of, you know, whatever may be coming our way that we don't want to participate in. Um, and so to have that sovereignty, to have the, the ability to make the choices, I've always thought that was important. I've always stood for that. Um, ever since I became an online entrepreneur and guide four plus years ago, which isn't that long ago, but I'm now more present to that than ever. And I know you are too. So the reason why this conversation feels really special to me is because I asked Amy the kinds of questions that I know you're probably thinking about where you're like I don't really know if this would make sense for me or who would I to be doing that or like I don't really have an online following or how would I even market or sell something that maybe I actually could turn into a digital course. We answer a lot of those kinds of questions. And so, and Amy is honestly best in class. She's She's helped tens of thousands of people just like me in in countless industries and she's generated herself over 70 million in online revenue. She's got a mega, mega podcast. If you haven't heard of it, it's called Online Marketing Made Easy. It gets over 1 million listeners per month. Uh, Her best friends are like Gabby Bernstein and Marie Forleo. Like she's been in the space. Not to mention, and you'll hear more about this in this conversation, uh, for quite a while, she was head of content creation for Tony Robbins. So, you know, it just comes full circle. And when I think back to last year, um, when she opened up the doors to Digital Course Academy, which is her signature purpose, right? That's her sacred service, truly. She may not language it that way, but... It's, it's how she's helped so many people like myself, you know, be able to create financial freedom, live life on our own terms, wherever that may be. Um, but what's so cool is that, uh, there is a, a speaker that takes Tony's stage by the name of Scott Harris. He's been on this show, a wonderful podcast episode a couple years back called how to master your, like how to master your money mindset. Oh man, that was a really popular one. Well, anyway, last year when Digital Course Academy opened up its doors, which it's not quite open yet, but it will in I think about a week and a half and maybe that'll call to you, um, Scott Harris reached out to me and he was just like, you know... Is it really what you say it is? And I was like, yeah. So he, he enrolled to Digital Course Academy, even though yes, Tony has some offers that are very similar, but nothing like what Amy does. That's what I want to say. And Scott took Digital Course Academy and now Scott's off to the races and creating, you know, more revenue streams. Um, I'm just really happy to bring her to you because it represents opportunity. It represents getting curious about what you're passionate about or what you're knowledge is or what you're good at outside of your quote job or career that maybe you've gotten comfortable in and you experience some sort of certainty or, um, you know, uh, security in. but it doesn't really light you up. And the more that you continue to allow yourself to awaken, the more that you realize, like, I want to do what I'm here to do. And that's the space that I'm in right now. It's like, not only what I'm, what I love to do, but what I'm truly meant to do. You know, Soul Circle, which by the way, is technically open. So I'm just going to put it in there right now because you never know who's listening. Soul Circle is my three month awakening mastermind to embody your highest self, to create your most authentic life. Doors are open. You can head on over there to michelle-sorrow forward uh, slash Soul Circle if you're intrigued or curious. Um, But Soul Circle is also a digital course. You know, and live video mastery and fire and soul accelerator and the podcast, um, uh, the podcast accelerator. These are my signature programs. I've helped thousands of lives and generated seven figures in revenue. Me, like little old me. And this year, while it's a smaller, part of my business are, you know, just my business is smaller. It's still well north of six figures, even though I took six months off and worked like six hours a week, that's what's possible. When we get into the zone of creating something that's, that's ours. So anyway, I'm excited to bring this one to you. Amy's amazing. Um, she's best in class. You know, I wouldn't say that unless I meant it. So listen with your heart and mind wide open, my friends. And without further ado, what an honor to bring to you my my mentor in business, Ms. Amy Porterfield. Amy Porterfield is in the house. I'm so happy that you're here. This is like a long time dream come true. So, welcome to Fire and Soul. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So, I have to say, my podcast was launched before I started my very first digital course, but I wouldn't have the business that I have today if it were just for the podcast. I learned how to create my first digital course which I tested like crazy through you. We tested it five times to really flush it out. And then, you know, it's just grown into a very successful seven-year business where I get to live life on my own terms that I learned in another room that we have in common, which was Tony Robbins. So can you share your background with him and how it brought you to this moment? And then we'll just dive into how you can change even many more lives within this beautiful community.
1: Absolutely. So I love that we have that Tony Robbins connection in common. So I always say I'm an ex-corporate girl turned accidental entrepreneur. I never actually thought I'd go out on my own and build a business and do all the things that I'm doing. I thought I would be climbing that corporate ladder forever and I was happy doing so. I loved the the regular paycheck and the benefits and, and climbing that ladder and getting all the rewards and accolades and all of that. However, I started to crave freedom. So here's what happened. I was working for Tony Robbins for almost seven years. I was the director of content development, which means I got to travel the world with Tony and work on the content that he did on stage at Unleash the Power Within and Date with Destiny. And so anyone who knows Tony knows those events. And it was incredible. It was a really wonderful experience. And I loved so much about it. But what happened was Tony was getting more into the online space, more into digital marketing and digital courses. And he brought in a bunch of internet marketers. They all happened to be men. He brought them into the San Diego office and I was called in to take notes. So very humbling. Yeah, I sat at a separate table and Tony (laughs) went around and asked all the guys, tell me about your businesses. Tell me what it looks like. And I probably took the worst notes of my life that day because I was enamored because all I heard was freedom. These guys were talking about being their own boss, calling their own shots. They were working when they wanted to work, how they wanted to work, what they wanted to work on. They were building their own empires. And I was just like, what are they doing? I don't even understand it, but I want a piece of it. So from that moment forward, I thought I've got to figure out what are these guys doing? and they were all creating digital courses. So over the next year, I asked to move to the marketing department and they said yes. And Mm -hmm. then I asked to then go uh, work from home a few days a week, they said yes. Mm -hmm. And eventually I went part-time and then I ended up leaving. And on the day I left that San Diego office, the Beatles were on the radio playing Here Comes the Sun. And I thought, it's it's a sign, it's a sign. This is gonna be amazing. Well, it wasn't so amazing. My first two years out were very, very rough, but thank God eventually I figured it out. But that's where I started. That's where I, I learned so much about entrepreneurship from Tony and then went out on my own. And it's been 13 years now. I have a multi million dollar business creating digital courses and teaching other people how to take their expertise and know how and turn that into digital courses for themselves.
0: It's incredible, Amy. And I love that you shared that story. There's so much in there and we could unpack quite a few nuances, but I know my audience and they got everything you said loud and clear. Uh, Not only are you helping people, but to the tune of almost 17,000 to date in 30 plus different industries. And you know what's so cool? And I want to share this because my community, I call us a sanctuary. We've been really evolving this past year. Even as my business that I started with you three years ago that really took off fast because you gave me all the tools and you broke it down for the least techie person on the planet, which is me, um, and I'm very aware of that I don't even type correctly like I have typos everywhere on my emails that go out if I do them myself, but it is what it is it doesn't stop an intention right and knowing how to do what you taught me how to do with chunking it down but last year everything shifted in my business and and i had to start over from scratch with this new idea of what i'm here to do on the planet but i still had all the tools it was so cool right as i'm evolving internally spiritually you know all of these things What you taught is timeless. So I just want to share that with you. It is so beautiful. And I didn't know, and my audience will get this, would it still align because everything got so deep and nuanced and honest and so full of integrity for me? And I was like, Amy Porterfield is at the top of my list of true coaches that are honorable. And no matter what industry or where you are in your life as a woman who wants to have that, you can come back to DCA, Digital Course Academy. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because it's so been tested.
1: Oh, thank you for that. It's such a gift for me to hear that. So
0: thank you. Oh my goodness, for sure. So where we are as a community is... We definitely see what's happening with the economy, right? Even more so now than a year ago, two years ago, the pandemic changed everything. A lot of my audience have great jobs. They're paid well, they've got a lot of security and certainty in the worlds of in the words of Tony Robbins. But they got a taste in the past two years of maybe working from home, maybe getting a sense of that, you know, freedom that you experienced yourself. And also they really want to own their own life in a way that's meaningful and fulfilling for them. So this is why I'm so happy we're having this conversation. But I want to start at the beginning. What if they're like, I don't know exactly how to turn my passion or my knowledge or my expertise into a digital course? Me? What would people think?
1: Yes, what would people think? That was a (laughs) big one for me. So when I left corporate and started my own thing, my biggest fear was, I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to make videos and show my face because what will people think? What will my old coworkers think? What will my family think? What will Tony Robbins think? I literally had that thought. And one day my sweet husband, he took me aside. and He's like, babe, Tony Robbins is not thinking about you he's not worried about what you're doing he's doing his own thing you're good and I forgot that the world didn't revolve around me people aren't thinking about me as much as I think they're thinking about me so that kind of squashed that a little bit, but then I had a really good girlfriend remind me that all the people I'm worried about, what will they think of me? And who is she to be doing that? She doesn't know enough or whatever they're gonna think. She said, they're also not paying the bills. So they don't get to have an opinion. You've gotta put your head down and you gotta move forward. And that was very, very helpful to me. And one more thing, when I think about what will people think of me, and still to this day, it comes up for me sometimes. And I think, what if they have a negative feeling about something I'm doing, or she thinks she's all that or whatever. I also remind myself that whatever they're thinking about me is a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves. So their insecurities, their frustrations are going to come out in a judgmental way. We all do it. So it's not even about me at the end of the day. And I have to remember that. So that, yeah. all those kind of thoughts have helped me a lot.
0: That's so, so valuable. Thank you for sharing that. And it reminds me of what you said and as you started your entrepreneurial online endeavor, which is that the first year, two years, weren't perfect. So not only are you not getting the results, right? The (laughs) revenue, but you're also consumed with what will people think, especially my last boss. So how did you navigate that? And and where could you begin to feel confident that this was the direction as you were starting?
1: Yes. So first of all, I had to get really clear on why I wanted to do this. And in the beginning, my why was very selfish. And I tell all my students, I want your why to be selfish as well. Really turn inward and say, why do you want this? You're in a nine to five job now or corporate job. You want something different. You know your life can be different, but what is it that you want? And for me, I was very clear. I wanted to work when I wanted to work How I wanted to work where I wanted to work and I no longer wanted to be told what to do by somebody else that was a very big why, for me, I needed that freedom, I felt it in my bones. And so that moved me forward so on the days that it was hard the first two years I, I went into debt my courses weren't successful. I was not working out as planned the days that just everything kind of crashed to the ground. My why would pick me up and push me back out there because I thought I'm not going to go back to a nine to five job. I'm not going to go back to my old life. I have to figure this out. And as long as I'm not quitting, I'm winning. So like, let's get back into the game. So my why was really, really important. But in addition to that, I had to start putting myself out there and start thinking, okay. Where can I add value? And a lot of people right now are thinking, okay, I, I, am in a nine to five job, I have this corporate job, like what would I even do, let's say in a digital course, what would I even teach? And the thing is, all you need is a 10% edge, which means you are 10% ahead of those that you want to serve. You don't need more years of education or more years in your job or certifications, you need a 10% edge. So that means you've gotten results for yourself in some area of your life, whether it be business or personal, or you've gotten results for yourself or for your clients or those that you work with in your job. And now you're willing to show how you got those results you're willing to put together a simple framework or roadmap to teach people step by step, how to get the same results you've been able to get for yourself or for someone else. That's your digital course it doesn't have to be your legacy it doesn't have to be everything you know, it could be one little area that you're really good at and other people want to know what you know.
0: So good. That 10% edge changed my life, especially as a recovering perfectionist where yes. everything had to be like completely flushed out. And I know you get it. And a lot of the, the women that tune into Fire and Soul, that's who they are. That is the mask that's now so unfulfilling, right? So it's like, here I am, so successful, look at my title, and they've earned that. But to then put themselves out there to try something new while everyone's watching, and then to get maybe a little bit afraid of hearing you say, like, I was in debt the first two years, I want to go back to that, because there is an antidote, and it's called long-term vision, right? Which is what you had, it comes back to that why. But I want to talk about that in a moment with you. But I just want to say thank you for that. Because it lets us off the hook for having to be perfect, or it having to represent our entire life's work or legacy. That's so good, Amy. Um, Can we talk about that for those who are a little afraid of like, I don't want to go into debt. We're already going into a deep recession. Okay. How do we avoid that?
1: okay so my situation why i went into debt is that i always wanted to create digital courses i knew when i left Robbins, i wanted to teach online marketing with courses but i realized holy cow i have no idea how to create a digital course or market it online so i didn't know what to do and so i took a bunch of clients and i started to do service-based work i would do social media for small businesses and a few challenges with that number one it wasn't a good fit for my personality i was building a business i absolutely did not love i didn't love working one-on-one with these clients and doing their social media and i didn't i was young and i didn't know how to set boundaries and so i'd say yes to everything and then be super resentful of the clients that i was working with not a good combination so i had built a business i did not love so what happened was all of a sudden i realized i'm miserable i don't want to do this and i ended up firing all my clients and starting to create digital courses but i didn't have a roadmap, so my digital courses weren't successful in the beginning so i just made like a a crazy decision like i'm just changing gears which i do not encourage my students to do If I was honest with myself very early on, I would have known I'm building a business I don't love. I did that for two years. I could have stopped that that first year. I was afraid because again, what will people think? I'm building this business. Now I'm gonna change direction or what if I can't figure out digital courses? So I just lived in fear every day. So what I tell my students is number one, you have to be honest with yourself. And if you start going in a direction that's not serving you, We've got to stop and say, let's take a pause here. What do I really want to do? Another thing is I didn't know how to create digital courses. And back in the day, there weren't a lot of people teaching you how to do that, which is why I created Digital Course Academy. So if you want to do something, let's say create a side hustle, start a a full-blown business, create a digital course as your side hustle or as your business, Find your guide. It doesn't have to be me, but find somebody who has gone before you and is willing to teach you how to get there step by step. When I started to invest in myself and invest in my business and learn what I didn't know, everything changed. The world opened up to me because I had a roadmap to follow. So if you're going to do something like that, find someone who you admire who's gone before you, invest in their course, learn from them so you don't waste all that time like I did and get into debt.
0: Yeah, totally love that. Thank you so much for being so thorough and generous. Um, That brings me to a whole different animal, which is how do you know who to trust? And there are so many out there, including your former boss and my, my mentor for so many years. Um, And what I would say is, you know, we're going to be drawn to who we're going to be drawn to, but my audience is drawn to this podcast they've learned to trust me right and know me and really get to know me over this past year, and there isn't anyone else that I could ever ever say listen get to know Amy, right? Like listen to her podcast. I mean, you're getting a million downloads per month now and it's all in a niche, online marketing made easy. And that is actually, I have to say, what drew me to you is your step-by-step guidance and your devotion to caring that we really get it, not just you, but your whole team. Because I needed to know that, because I was convinced that I was the stupidest, you know, didn't know how to just make sense of things. Why is this so difficult for me to comprehend? But your team and you would just be like, gotcha. We got you. You're not alone. You can do our thing. We needed that self-talk in the beginning. So what I want to say about so many other people out there doing this in massive ways Is it deep and narrow in a way that you can understand it and be kind and gentle to yourself as you're learning something new that feels scary and overwhelming with a lot at stake, right? A whole future maybe. There isn't anyone else for me, but you, Amy. You are incredible. Yeah. So I just, and also, can we talk about like how to begin to understand, you talked about like, what if you don't really know what your niche would be? or your knowledge or how to turn that into something, where is a good place to start to feel into that?
1: Ooh, so one of the first things that you want to do is really ask yourself, what lights you up? What do you love doing? What could you do in your sleep? What are people asking you about when when you do something and people are like, how did you do that? We take for granted what we know and what we do well, thinking everybody else knows it, everybody else is doing it well. It's absolutely not true. Also, don't overthink it because something you might be doing might seem so simple, but other people genuinely want to know it. Like here's an example. Let's pretend in your personal life that You've been out of shape for a while, you don't really exercise that much, but you had a desire to run a marathon. So you decided to put a plan together, get everything going, and over the next six months, you trained for a marathon and you did it. You ran that marathon, you did a great job, you're a whole different person now. And what if your best friend looked at you and said, How did you do that? Oh my gosh, that was a huge transformation. Tell me all the things. And then you shared with them the tennis shoes you bought, the training plan you were on, the food you ate, the routine you did. That best friend would never say to you, hold on, how many years of experience and certification do you have in tennis shoes to be able to tell me which ones to buy? Like that doesn't happen, right? So we overthink it thinking something we've done, other people are not gonna think it's as impressive. They will, I promise you, if they want that thing. So it really comes down to finding the courage to take the leap and put yourself out there, you're not going to have confidence confidence comes when you actually have a, a proven track record that it's actually working. We're not looking for that we're looking for courage when you deep dig deep down and say I actually have something to share, I can give value in this area and it doesn't have to be super elaborate It can be much more simpler than you think.
0: Oh, I love that. Courage becomes confidence with time. Yes. It's a flexed muscle that's so atrophied in so many of us. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that. And What about the, the listeners who are like, okay, this sounds really good, Amy and Michelle. I know you trust her implicitly and it's how you've done what you've done and been able to grow, but they're like, I don't want to hustle. I don't want to grind. And I know that yes, times are serious. The economy is Looking pretty grim. I'm a, I'm aware of that, but I also don't want to push and force the way that I used to.
1: Oh, I get it. So I am coming from corporate and wanting to always climb that corporate ladder. I love to be the achiever, and I also was raised with a dad that if you're not working hard, you're not working enough. Like he instilled that hard work to a point that I think it was a detriment to me. So mm-hmm. I was part of the hustle mentality or hustle culture for so many years. And mm-hmm. then I realized, wait a second, I left my corporate job for more freedom. So if mm-hmm. I'm building a business working 24 seven, always on, that is not freedom. I'm a hypocrite. If I think mm-hmm. I, I want freedom, I talk about it, but I'm not living it. So mm-hmm. I dramatically changed my life years ago and one, I stopped working the nights and weekends. That's what my personal journey. That's where I had to start no nights, no weekends. And it was very tough for me because my identity was tied into this business I had built, so I'm like, what am I without if I'm not working? Well, I had to figure that out, but then it morphed into I want to work less overall,
0: so Mm -hmm. I have a team
1: of 20 full time employees and we work a four day work week, Monday through Thursday, eight hours a day. We do not work friday saturday or sunday and this is so very important not just for me but i wanted my team which is primarily women many many moms i wanted them to have more time with their family or to do whatever they want to do and so when when someone says i want to create a business or a side hustle or start a digital course but i don't want to get into that hustle 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 work every minute good you shouldn't don't even start there so you don't have to back up like me digital courses give you more freedom because you are teaching one to many no longer are you on the hook one to one no longer do you have to run to this appointment that appointment this appointment in order to make money you're creating one asset and here's the beautiful thing about courses you create this asset, you put your heart and soul into making it wonderful. And then from there, you get to launch it over and over and over again. One of the mm-hmm. things that Tony Robbins taught me is that in order to be successful as an entrepreneur, you can't keep reinventing the wheel. You can't keep starting from scratch. And so uh, digital courses allow you to create it one time and launch it over and over and over again to create that consistent revenue with ease, with yes. more freedom in a way that feels good to you.
0: Yes. I love that. I, I know exactly what you're talking about too, that he teaches and it's what you teach and embody. Repetition is the mother of all skill. Yes. Yes. And that's, you know, I remember watching your webinar back in early 2019 when I was, I knew I was going to join Digital Course Academy because I'd already devoured everything that I could find online about you. Yeah. Um, so I was already, yes. I'm like, come on, just open up the sales page already. <laughs> But I'm so glad that you waited until the end because I needed to be validated and reinforced with like this inspiration that I had because I had all the dreams. But I'll never forget there was a particular slide that you showed and it was exactly this in action. It was like the average person, right, that graduates DCA and even your story of first time you launched, eh, you know, okay, happy to make any money, right? Wow, it worked a little bit. A little bit more money the second launch, and then maybe by the third, fourth launch is like, whoop! and that. And I was, I saw that and I thought that can be possible. And it's exactly what happened for me. And so oh, many I that I know. So many that I know. That are also yeah. grads. So yeah, I mean, I just, I, I want to dispel any thoughts or fears or anxiety that can come up of like easy for you girls to say, you have your background, right? That's what we can so quickly do. So yes. I also want to share one other thing around sales and marketing, mm-hmm. because a lot of my listeners feel highly allergic to the old school, I call it, 3D paradigm of spammy, fluffy BS, And you are the opposite of that. You speak true and clear and openly and honestly. But for those who might not be as familiar with you, can you speak to that? We're like, okay, this all sounds really good. But what about that last piece? That's the most important piece is you got to market and sell.
1: Yes. Okay. So you definitely have to market and sell no matter what you're doing online. If you want to create a side hustle or a full-time business, it's, it's part of the deal. And one of the things that has helped me immensely because I never wanted to be too salesy, too aggressive. Um, I came on the scene 13 years ago when it was the bro marketers that were running the show. (laughs) They literally were standing in front of Ferraris telling you about how you can make money while you sleep kind of stuff. And I'm just like, this feels slimy and this is not for me. So number one, I had to find the mentors. We talked about this earlier that really spoke to me. So I found a few women never ever have too many mentors. It's too many cooks in the kitchen and you'll feel spread too thin and not know which way to turn. So I had like one or two mentors at a time where I really admired the way they ran their business and the way they lived their life. So I I paid attention to that kind of stuff. Social media allows you to pay, you know, you get a better glimpse, not always the truest glimpse, but hopefully you find people that will share the good, bad and ugly. And so I had these mentors and I would follow and and pay attention to how they would market, how they would sell, what words were they using, how are they showing up, what did their message feel like to me, and I modeled that. So I love modeling someone who goes before you, another lesson I learned from Robbins, and it makes a huge difference. Also, I learned early on that you have to believe in what you created, which is not always easy when you haven't yet sold it, but this mm -hmm, gets easier mm -hmm. over time. Remember courage and then confidence. But once Mm -hmm. you put something out there and it gets easier to sell, I mean, it gets easier. Once you put something out there, it will get easier for you when somebody takes it and they're like, this worked for me. And you've got that little boost of confidence. You have to believe that what you're putting out there will actually change lives, whether it be in big ways or small ways. It's easier to sell when you do. But you have to do it your way because you're right. When The minute it feels sleazy to you, you're not going to show up for it. So I always had to find my way of doing it. Uh, real quick though i gotta jump in here i was thinking of a story uh, one of my students her name is nicole and she is an OBGYN. so she's got a super busy business she's in the hospital all the time delivering babies but she wanted more time with her family and she wanted to bring in more money to do the things that they weren't actually doing like taking vacations with their kids and so she decided, you know, I'm gonna take what I know and I'm gonna put it into a digital course, which is she wanted to help women with their birth preparation way before they need it so they can ease into it. So she just knew there's more she could do if she had her own digital course. So she created this digital course and the first time she launched it, she made zero dollars. Nobody <laughs> bought her course. And here mm-hmm. she is a professional woman that's making great money in her nine to five job and she's thinking, wait a second, I, I might not be cut out for this. I don't know how to market myself online. I'm a doctor. Like, what the heck? But right. she stuck with it because she knew her why. I want to spend more time with my family. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to provide the things that I'm not providing to them right now. So she went back to the drawing board and she kept at it and she decided to turn her course on evergreen so mm-hmm. this is something i teach to all my students how to live launch show up live do your live webinars do your live q a's be there in real time but i also teach students how to do evergreen which is automation which mm-hmm. runs behind the scenes and you don't have to be live to do so a busy OBGYN is going to need that evergreen model. So she turned her course on evergreen and now it runs every single day when she's at the office, she's selling on her course and she makes $10,000 a month for a course that she didn't sell anything in the beginning but kept at it and she's a busy working mother and she makes $10,000 on the side with a digital course. That's the stuff that I live for. I love those stories because it's life-changing.
0: That is life-changing and it's so inspiring. And I know that you have tens of thousands of those stories, Amy. That's what's so beautiful is that that's not the exception. See, a lot of digital course creators and teachers um, online, they have like one or two or three great case studies, great testimonials. Yours is so endless that literally I'm like, it's like trying to read a novel. Okay. And, and so I wanna share what worked for me. Um, and I know we're coming toward the end of this, this amazing conversation and I can't be more grateful. But um, for me, when you said you really gotta do it at your own pace, you've gotta do what really works for you. I had a strong background in live TV sales, $220 million worth of, you know, on extra and QVC and HSN. That was just a niche expertise that I thought could be very valuable with a minimum a 10% edge, even though I didn't know that language to help anyone move whatever they were sharing and wanting to sell online. And so I got through maybe like the third module of Digital Course Academy. And I just felt like, you know what, I'm gonna go for it. Like I had done the stickies thing, remember the post-it note party? Yeah. And I was like, okay, this order, okay, no, I can do this. And then this whoops, move this one back up here. Okay, I got it. What I wanna do is a lab. I wanna test it with my community, which wasn't very big. And I wanna go there to wrap this conversation. Um, and so that's what I did. I was like, here it is my friends. It's not flushed out. I don't even have a guidebook. I wanna just open this up to just six people for this rate that's gonna be a highly discounted investment, but in exchange, I want your feedback. I'd love your notes. And if I've earned it, a testimonial. And that's what I did five times. And then when I really okay. launched it, it hit six figures. And then my most favorite is that I got to collaborate with a lifelong mentor of mine, Jack Canfield. And we've now collaborated on that one very course for his community of trainers three wow. times it's turned into a massive success.
1: Wow. So exchange-
0: so beautiful right but like I didn't have it fleshed out I didn't have a guidebook I did not even know how to create that I still don't right so but I just did what worked for me I was like okay I'm just going to try this and I'm just going to see if they'd be open to working with me and that's exactly the analogy that you shared about like I lost some weight. Here's how I did it. Here's some friends come in on this journey with me. And if you get results, maybe you would do me the honor of giving me a testimonial. And then we can build more courage and more confidence as we get out there in the marketing runway. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. So many of my students have started off with the baby steps like Abby, one of my students, she's a hairstylist and she didn't want to be behind the chair every single day. So she created a course on balayage one technique she did really well in the salon, and she just floated it out there to to stylist and got 10 people to say they're going to do the workshop with her. And that gave her the confidence. So she went from making $2,000 floating out this idea to just 10 stylists to then floating it out there again and made $17,000, wow. then did it again and made $28,000. And the, we're talking like 58 students. So we're not talking about thousands of people that are saying yes to her. That's another thing. You do not need a huge audience. You do not need a huge email list in order for this to work. You just need a small little corner of the internet that wants to learn from you. And I promise you that's easier than you think it is right now. But starting out small and then seeing what can happen, look at your business. Look at Abby's business. It absolutely is possible.
0: Oh, so true. And thank you for bringing us back to what I really wanted to hit on, which is like, I don't know anything about email marketing. I don't have an email list. I don't have a big social media following. And what does Amy even mean? Everything's relative. What does starting small mean? So, can we give some numbers here? Because I've been blown away when you break it down and you're like, if you've got this and then Primo is this, I was like, that low? Really? That's all it takes?
1: Yes. So, when I talk about growing your online business or creating digital courses and launching them, I can't help but bring up the conversation of growing an audience, specifically an email list. Now, when I say that to someone who's never done it before, they're like, "I don't even know where to start." And mm-hmm. I get that. So, what you do is you get an email service provider, and ConvertKit is one of my favorites. But there's tons out there. You set That's up the one email I, service- use. Okay. I use. Yes. Okay, so ConvertKit, yep. we both love. And there's a free version you can start with and you create some kind of freebie, something of value that your audience would think, Oh, this is so great. I'm willing to give up my name and email in exchange because I want it. I think everyone listening is probably signed up for one freebie or another. And so once you start growing that email list, You do not need hundreds of thousands of people to be successful to sell a digital course. Many of my students who have had 100 people on their email list, one of my students, Rob Green, photographer, created a course on flash photography only, made $12,000 with a list of 100 people on his email list. And I've seen it over and over again. So it's not the size of the list we're gonna focus on, The first milestone is 100 people your second milestone 200 or 250 your third is 500 so we do do these milestones and once you hit 500 there's no doubt in my mind, you will have a successful launch, but you could actually have a successful launch with less.
0: Yes. And I've seen it happen, not only in my own experience, because I didn't have an email list over time when I started to get a little bit more sophisticated and scale my business about three years in, we started using ads and we collected more leads, quality leads, which is another thing that you talk about. That freebie allows you to get a high quality lead. They want what you have, maybe not now, but keep nurturing them, keep adding value, just that 10% edge. Sharing personal stories. Have you experienced in this past year, especially that people want to know the real deal? They want to know what's really going on, not just the look at my success or perfection, right? They want that intimate connection with us as well
1: absolutely and that's so important to remember and certain people are just going to want to learn from you there might be 20 other people doing what you want to do right now online it doesn't matter because no one's going to teach it like you do no one's going to share their experiences and stories and expertise the way you do it so just know there it's never too late and there's always enough room for you
0: Oh, I love that I feel like that's a mic drop right there, so what I want to do is really just open up an invitation that uh, is fun it's the quiz the ambition archetype quiz. um, That we can discover, can you just speak on that for a couple minutes and why you love it it's a freebie it'll be on my website i'll give that link in a moment.
1: Okay, so I created this special quiz to help you figure out your ambition archetype, meaning how do you move through the world? What is it about you that's going to allow you to just crush those goals that you set for yourself and how to navigate in a way that will move you forward quickly? So you take this quiz, it takes minutes to actually take the quiz, but I will give you results that will help you to take that first step to move forward toward whatever it is you would like to experiment with or try or just put yourself out there in a, in a new way. So I think everyone should take the quiz. It's a really fun, but also it's a great invitation to help you get started.
0: Yeah, I love it. And it's just a wonderful way to like, sort of get into the portal, so to speak, which is what yeah. you provide and then it's infinite. Um, Amy, I can't thank you enough for coming on Fire and Soul. This has been a dream. The day that I enrolled in Digital Course Academy, what was it, late January 2019, I was like, one day maybe. I've been um, such a raving fan of yours, not because you're an amazing gem of a human and all those beautiful things that you inspire us for. But just who you are as a professional too, like really dedicated devoted to working it out and being so on the pulse of what's happening with our current climate and economy and everything that we look like we're facing like you've provided a lot of freedom and a lot of tickets to just amazing lives and so I just can't thank you enough for who you are and what you represent to so many in the world.
1: Ah, oh, thank you so very much and your story is beautiful. So I'm so glad I got to know you more and what you've done with it and I hope that we touch many lives with this podcast. I hope it reaches exactly who it needs to reach.
0: Oh, thank you so much. All right. So everyone head on over to michelle slash quiz and that will also be in the show resources and you can learn a lot more about Miss Amy and maybe even join me on an upcoming webinar of hers that's going to be awesome how to recession proof your business with one digital course. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. If you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.